Our emotions are our choice and our responsibility. But how can we apply that practically? How can we avoid falling victim to our emotions and hop back in the driver's seat? That's what we'll be talking about today. Welcome to the Victoria Sardin Podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future. Sometimes we just need a little insight, a little change of perspective, and a friendly nudge to take the step. Are you ready? Today I wanted to talk to you about managing your emotions. So I recently posted a picture on Instagram where I talked about how you can choose to let go of emotions that don't serve you. And the overwhelming response was, okay, cool, great, sounds lovely in theory, but how do I actually apply that? So that is what I'm gonna go through with you today. Before we get started, I wanted to just touch on two super important points. The first point is that we are responsible for our own emotions. So I know that might sound a little bit confronting. You might be thinking, no, the world is happening. There's lots of stuff going on and that makes me feel a certain way. Therefore, it is the responsibility of the external environment. However, that's not the case because we all know that we can live the exact same thing and feel different things as a result. So an example would be two colleagues, maybe even working in the exact same office, both told they now need to work from home. For one person that might be the biggest relief because they find the work environment toxic, they find there's a lot of unnecessary pressure, and they're much happier doing their work by themselves from home, whereas somebody else might thrive off human connection and discussing with colleagues, and they love the work environment, therefore the idea of working from home makes them feel really disheartened. So that's just an example of how the same circumstance can lead to two completely different perceptions, two different emotions. The emotion is not the responsibility of the circumstance, the emotion is our own responsibility. The second point that's super important that I wanna touch on is that everything in life is a choice. This is something that I talk about a lot with my coaching clients and I know you might think, well, no, there's lots of things in life that I have to do that I'd rather not do. I'd rather not pay my taxes. I'd rather not pay my bills, but I have to do that. I'm gonna go ahead and say that no, even those things are a choice. Because in reality, you could just not pay your taxes, but there are consequences that will follow. So the game of life is understanding what should I do or not do and what is worth the consequences that will come out of it. So everything in life is a choice. You choose to get up every morning, you choose to go to work. Maybe you're not thrilled about your job, but you choose to go there anyway. Why? Maybe because it gives you a purpose, it gives you financial security, whatever it is that might give you, it still gives you something. So you still choose to go. Everything in life is a choice. Now that that's clear, I wanna bring you through a four-step process on managing your emotions. The first step is to label your emotions. And when you label them, you want to label them specifically. I'll give you an example. Let's say that a colleague made a comment at you about a presentation that you gave and it was quite negative and you feel really upset. So let's say that this is the third comment you've received about your work this week, and you're really starting to doubt your abilities, you're starting to question yourself, you're starting to ask, should I even be in this role? What am I doing here? That's making you feel upset, 
but more specifically, it's making you doubt yourself, it's making you feel low in confidence, all of that. Let's say in another situation where, once again, you get a negative comment from a colleague, however, this time you've taken up some new projects, you've got a lot going on at home, and you know you haven't really been putting your best in. So when your colleague makes that comment at you, once again, you feel upset, but you feel upset because you feel a bit guilty. And you feel guilty because you know that you could have done better. So that is one situation where, yes, both scenarios are feeling upset, but we can understand that a feeling of guilt as compared to a feeling of doubting yourself and feeling low in confidence are completely different. So the key is to label your emotions because what is not named cannot be dealt with. I'll say that again, what is not named cannot be dealt with. So you want to name something, you want to understand it in order to be able to deal with it. The second step is to understand what led you from circumstance to emotion. So a situation happened in your external environment and you're feeling something as a result or you've chosen to feel something or to take on an emotion as a result. You want to understand why and you want to deduct a lesson from there. So this is something that I repeat also a lot to my clients, which is it's always worth it as long as you take a lesson from it. So you really want to try learn from every experience you go through. And what's so interesting is that when something happens in an external environment and then an emotion follows, that's a huge opportunity to learn something about yourself. So you don't want to lose that opportunity and you want to deduct a lesson from it. Maybe new COVID restrictions have made you feel really disheartened because during the first lockdown you felt really lonely and isolated and you're worried about feeling lonely and isolated again. So maybe a lesson you can deduct from that is I really need human connection in order to feel good, in order to have good mental health. That's a really important lesson to know about yourself. Or maybe if I were to take back the previous example, I have too much going on in my life, so I'm not prioritizing my work as much as I should, and that makes me feel guilty. That's another huge lesson because now once we know that, we can actually do something about it. The third step is to understand what is in your control and what is out of your control. So you can start by listing all the things that are out of your control. There's a nationwide lockdown, can't change it. My colleague made a comment, that's in the past, it's done, can't change it. What you want to focus on then is what you can control. So you can control your attitude, you can control how you spend your days, your actions, you can control how you interact with other people, you can control your self-talk within yourself. All these things are things you can control. And the truth is, if you were to focus 100% of your attention on everything you can and control and on making every single of those the best you possibly can, there's enough to do there. There's enough work there. You will not even have enough time or enough space to dwell on what you can no longer control, right? However, if you're really finding it hard to separate yourself from the things you can control, then find some way to separate yourself from it. We're all different. So some of us need a more kinetic approach. Maybe you need to list it all out, tear into pieces and put it in the bin or set it on fire or something. Maybe you need to go take a walk and just kind of rinse yourself from it or take a bath to physically shower off the negative emotions and all those things that you cannot control out. Find a way to do it. Maybe you're someone who likes checklists and you need to set yourself a timer for one minute to write down, can't control, let it go. Can't control, let it go. And write that over and over again for a minute and then you're done. Whatever it is that you need to do in order to separate yourself 
from the stuff you can't control and bring your attention and focus onto things you can control. And not only bring your attention and focus, but remember the second point that I mentioned at the beginning of this video, everything is a choice. This is a choice. What I'm feeling is a choice. Living through this is a choice. So how am I gonna do it? Which brings me to my fourth point, which is to make a plan. Make a plan from here. Decide what you're going to do with all the things that you can control. You can control your actions. You can control your attitude. How do you want to feel in this situation? How do you want to make the most of this situation? Make yourself a concrete plan. Make a promise to yourself that you will do something out of it. Now there's one more super important point that I want to mention when we talk about managing emotions and it is that the best time to manage your emotions are when they show up. So it's tempting when we feel something negative to try to kind of sweep it under the rug, change our mind, change our ideas, go do something else, not think about it anymore. The truth is that if you sweep something under the rug, it does not disappear. It only builds and it grows and it grows and it grows to a point where we can no longer deal with it because it's all consuming. So you do not want to let it get to that point. If you feel like it's already gotten to that point, great, deal with it now before it grows bigger. If you know that there are a few too many things you've been sweeping under the rug lately, great, now's your chance to deal with it. Label the emotions, understand what you're feeling specifically, understand how you've gone from situation to emotion, understand what lesson you can pull out of that, understand what is in your control and what is not in your control. Get rid of the stuff that is not in your control causing you a negative emotion because the truth is, the things that are in our control, we can deal with them. We can make ourselves feel better. We can make a plan in order to change that. Feeling guilty because you're not focusing enough on work? Great, let's turn that around. Feeling anxious because I don't wanna feel lonely? Great, let's make a plan to make sure that doesn't happen. Those are all things we can do. What's dangerous is tying emotions to things we can't control because those cannot change. We can't do anything about that. All we can do is make a promise, make a decision to ourselves to commit to changing our attitude, to commit to taking control and managing our emotions. I hope that was helpful, guys. If you know anybody who might benefit from this, then please send it over so they can listen to it as well. Wishing you all a lovely day. <laughs>